0: Ryan Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers beat the Clippers. The streak is over. LeBron James is doing amazing stuff. All of that next. You are locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked on Lakers your first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcast, It's always free. It's never going to be behind a paywall. Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where over 21,000 subscribers are stoked out of their gourd after watching what was an amazingly entertaining game on Wednesday night, 130 to 125. The Lakers beat the Clippers in overtime. The streak is over. Uh, for the first time since the uh, bubble, the Lakers have beaten, beaten the Clippers, Andy. And, um, I mean, so much to talk about here with LeBron James doing incredible stuff in year 21. And um, stars for both teams doing amazing stuff. And Austin Reeves seeming to rebound. And Christian Wood, um, whoa, Christian Wood. But let's, I mean... This was so much fun. Like, this game had so much in it, and the Lakers looked like they were going to be buried in the first half, down by 19. Then they blew a lead at the end of the game where you're like, okay, they're gonna, this is going to happen again in overtime. And then they, they took it home. Like, this was
1: just incredible entertainment um, five games <laughs> into the season. Yeah, I, I tweeted out during this game at Cam Brothers that I was torn between desperately wanting this game to end because there were a couple times where it seemed like the Lakers had it. I'm like, okay, just seal this thing. Let's be done with it. And wanting this game to go on for the rest of my life. Because (laughs) if if I had no emotional stakes Mm -hmm. in this game and I, I guess independently wealthy enough that I could never leave my house or earn any more income and just sit in front of a television set, I would watch this game quite literally, for the rest of my life. It had everything you would want in it. Like you mentioned, the stars on both sides played extremely well. You had different role players on both sides stepping up. You had the subplot with Austin Reeves. You had Cam Reddish getting a surprise start and having a lot – well, I know I want to talk about defense in general in this game. Cam Reddish having a lot of really impressive defensive moments Mm – in this game, you had the overtime. You had the storyline of the Lakers having not beaten the Clippers since like the bicentennial, and then I believe it was the Coolidge administration, <laughs> and it was the last time they had right. That. And then um, I just want to remind folks that uh, the Clippers are winless in yes. the James Harden era because this was the first game. That James Harden was officially a member of the team. He was, you know, hanging out in the locker room uh, during the Orlando game, you know, finding out where the big <laughs> clubs are and whatnot. But you know what? He was not officially work out a member meat of the sweats,
0: team. I believe is what he was doing. Yeah. Not a fish
1: of the team. So, so far,
0: Clippers ain't won a thing with James Harden. Um, I, I was all prepared to apologize to everybody because in this, what Beyond the 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 play of LeBron James, and I I don't want to. It's almost even hard to like put that in a sentence beyond the play of LeBron, given what LeBron did on um, on Wednesday um, with his performance. And, you know, playing the, the 42 minutes and 35 points and 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 blocks, 13 of 19 from the floor. Um, you know, this to go along with what AD did, you know, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 4 block shots. Um, this was a big moment for the team. Like, I, I think it really is important to focus on what the team did in this game because the swing here, on a night where the Lakers I, – I read this whole thing for Wednesday's show about how Lakers going to have to take advantage of the Clippers because Clippers can going to be shorthanded, Andy. They just made this big trade, and half these guys won't be on the roster. They're going to have a lot of dudes who aren't normally playing. And the Lakers show up, and they've got like four guys who were able to play in this game. Um, Rui Hachimura still out um, you know, with the eye, and they put him in the concussion protocol, um, but still the eye uh, at the very least. And um, Gabe Vincent out with back trouble. Um, That makes Jalen Hood Shafino's absence with the knee knee problem uh, an issue because you're running low on guards. And right before the game starts, Andy, you already don't have Jared Vanderbilt. And right before the game starts, Torin Prince can't play because of knee pain. So, like, the Lakers had a skeleton crew. And for the first half, you might as well have not had Austin Reeves either, because it was like worse than having an actual person on the floor. So that team got down by 19, and they did not quit on this game. They didn't fold late. They did like this was a gutsy win where you saw Cam Reddish buying into the culture and Christian Wood buying into the culture and all of this stuff. D'Lo 27 points,
1: massive team win. Yeah, uh, D'Angelo Russell was huge in the second half of this game. And really, the team came together in the second game. The first half was a lot of fits and starts. And I actually wondered if, given the absences of Vincent and Torian Prince, and they haven't had Jared Vanderbilt at any point during the season, you're really starting to become low on perimeter defense options. You know, like Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell are – Arguably, the two weakest, you know, defensive presences on this team along the perimeter. You can you can make. I don't want to get into a debate over it. I'm saying you can make right. It, you know, right? And, and it's like
0: too. Like Reeves is a very good team defender, but it helps him to be paired with right exactly, exactly. as opposed to
1: D'Angelo Russell. Right? right, exactly. I mean, again, I I don't, I don't want to get into the uh, rankings of it or whatever. I'm saying you yeah, can make no, a no, credible I mean, argument. Right. Sure, and I think, be, and given how important it is, you're, you know, you're. Perimeter defense in terms of your overall team defense. It felt like it took the team about a half to figure out exactly what they wanted to do defensively, how to get comfortable. It also, I think, didn't help that Kawhi Leonard came out in the first quarter absolutely unconscious. Like he he was hitting, I think he hit five threes in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They were all contested. Like well-defended plays. Like right, yeah, they, they were hitting it anyway. Is, right. This is not a question of Kawhi inexplicably being left open he was hitting it over pretty much everybody who tried to stop him and it it D'Angelo talked after the game about how it took them a while to feel like they just sort of got out of the mud he described the first half and really the first quarter of the game as weird and they 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 looked out of sorts for a lot of the game and he also mentioned too that it was a big game for Reddish and Christian Wood, Jackson Hayes, Max Christie. The the way Delo described it, the guys who don't always get their flowers, like this. This was a game where everybody who got put on the floor found a way to con- contribute. Where Darvin, I mean, first of all, you mentioned the lack of quit. That is something that no matter what you think of Darvin Ham as a coach, clearly he is good at getting mm-hmm. this out of a team because that is a carryover from last year. Yeah. but. Darvin was to you know put it mildly tr- just trying anything to see what worked for like 3 or 4 well, minutes in the third quarter you had Anthony Davis, Christian Wood and Jackson Hayes on the floor together like and it worked and but it like, didn't have a lot of other dudes. right but I'm just saying guys right, right but I'm just saying that that's that's how deep into mm-hmm. the the bag of options and ideas and I just need to get through this quarter, like both Darwin and the team often were, but they they stayed with it. Yeah, And you know, to, to, you know, you talk about D'Lo saying that first
0: half was weird. It was weird, almost that the Lakers were in within thirteen at halftime because you know the the Laker the Clippers were shooting fifty seven percent at the half, fifty percent from three point range. The Lakers had thirteen turnovers at the half. Oh my god! The Lakers had zero. Second chance points at the half, and you know, like that is not a good combination. <laughs> Thirteen turnovers and zero second chance points. The other team shooting over fifty percent from the floor, uh, you know, and and fifty percent from three point range. To put that in 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 perspective, though, the Clippers finished at forty seven and a half percent. So that tells you what you know, they went from fifty seven to forty seven um, to finish the game. So the second, you know, what the, what the second half looked like, they were at forty one percent for the game from three. And, you know, the just everything about that, game it, it picked up in the second half, and we we talked, and we'll get to LeBron here next, but the, we talked on Wednesday's show about, like, stuff that felt disappointing. This was the first game, I think, where they played where you go, like, that wasn't, nothing about this was, you know, other than maybe the first quarter or whatever, but, like, context, Yeah, you had, like, This this was the first game of the season Lakers fans could celebrate. Something else to celebrate, Andy. LeBron freaking James,
1: and we're going to do that next. Is brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more than or less than on two to six players, their stats projections, and you can watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun you can have winning up to 25 times your money this football season. There's an enormous selection of players and stats to choose from. And Prize Picks offers weekly promotions with big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Every Tuesday, channel your inner LeBron, enjoy some tacos as PrizePix discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. And with the PrizePix reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games, college football, top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, doesn't return in the second half, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. So go to prizepickscom slash LockedOnNBA on Again, use that code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Again, Prizepicks.com/slash locked on NBA. The code is locked on NBA. Prizepicks daily fantasy sports made easy.
0: So uh, we we mentioned LeBron's numbers there, and I do want to let people know. Uh, that today's episode is uh, also brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. And right now, new customers get $100, $150, I should say, in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Um, you know, he set the record for the most points in the game by somebody in their 21st season. He's going to do that multiple times. By the time the season is over, he's going to have the top 20 games, 30 games, 40 games from anybody who is in their 21st season. Um, but I just... Despite all that, and people roll their eyes and they complain, oh, we're going to do that thing where we're talking, oh, amazing in his 21st season, the LeBron is in... People don't... I don't think he... Like, we are all wrapping our heads around what this is. LeBron James... I was in my 20s when LeBron James broke into the league. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm 48 years old. The iPhone Andy. LeBron was in the league for 4 seasons before the iPhone came out. Like and what's amazing about this is this version of LeBron that we that we're watching right now is like the worst version of LeBron over in like 15 years. Like it's he's probably he's better than he was in his first couple seasons. I think he's just a better basketball player and all that. Uh, but like by year five, year six, like it like this version. Let all of those other versions of LeBron were better than this guy. Yeah, and just this to, guy is still one of the the at, at worst ten best players in the NBA.
1: Yeah, the layout, the stat line: thirty-five points for LeBron, third, thirteen and nineteen from the field, four of eight from behind the arc. Five of ten from the line, and I'm not gonna lie. There was a little, there was a little point in the game where I'm like, "This game is going to be lost because LeBron can't hit his free throws." Lakers, Lakers missed three free throws
0: down the stretch that open that left the door open for the Clippers to to come through.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, like just especially when the game started tightening up, and then you know LeBron late in the game missed either one or two. I can't remember, but I was like, "Oof!" But twelve rebounds seven assists, two blocks, a steal. It, it's pretty amazing to see this type of production. He's already had two overtime games in the first five of the season, which on a Ooh, micro level, stopped doing yeah, that. on a micro level, like it's a, it's a goddamn please, disaster. Please, like please, I really don't no want more. to see this please continue. But on a macro level, that's, that's, incredible and anthony davis it should be noted you know saw lebron's 42 minutes and said i'll do you six better mm-hmm. played 48 minutes of the 52 available or 53 available 27 points 10 of 18 from the field 7 of 9 from the line 10 rebounds 4 on the offensive glass three assists two steals four blocks like anthony davis is Again, I know about this scoreless second half. That the way things work with Anthony Davis, will be held against him. The way people talk about him until roughly March. But (laughs) the the guy has been incredible. Year, (laughs) yeah, the the guy has been incredible for four and a half games this season. Like he's it's been astonishing, and this game was no exception. Like you
0: you know my OSHA calendar now. With like you know we we've gone now it would be eight quarters <laughs> without an accident from Anthony Davis. It's like, yeah, it, but like
1: it's, but it's not just, it, and it was the, made by the way, really quickly, just even spicier because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were also, I want
0: out. to talk about that. Yeah. But, but, but like the, 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 the numbers, the stats are, are impressive and the performance was impressive. But the thing that actually jumps out at me is the 48 minutes because on a night where the Lakers had essentially eight guys, they could play. Um, I don't even know who else was there. Like, you know, guys are assigned to the G League team, and like, you know, who was available that didn't play?
1: I don't know. Like, I, I honestly, I don't think they it really was, had anybody. It was Max Maybe Lewis. Maxwell Lewis. It, no, it was Maxwell Lewis, Al, uh, Alex Fudge, Connor. Right, But, Kassel, say, but I, don't I don't even know those know. guys were the team. Well, no, no, they they were there. Okay, they, they, they were there. Like, they were listed as active. Okay, for this game. That, that you're right. That, okay. They were they were DNP CDs.
0: <laughs> You know, and the other, you know, Castleton; those guys are all you know assigned to the to the to the G League squad. But that's it's not just the production; it's the time on the floor um, that you needed from your frontline star. Like he had to play that many minutes, and I'm sure he was tired. I mean, I was Tucker just walking, watching the guy. Um, but that the minutes here are really important and worth noting, and it's that kind of thing that, it's, that, that reminds you that it's not just counting stats, points, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's the presence to be on, on the floor for essentially an entire overtime game against an elite Western Conference team because your team needs you to be there. Wow. And that I was, I was really impressed by that. You mentioned um, Kawhi and Paul George Uh, George had 38, uh, 35, Kawhi had 38. Um, 11 of 16 for George, 6 of 9 from three point range, 7 of 8 from the line. When I I know Lakers fans uh, and not really a lot of people around the NBA, we all kind of roll our eyes when it's like, well, if the Clippers can stay healthy, it's like, okay, great. When Mm -hmm. is that ever going to happen? But like, you got a reminder on Wednesday of why we say that and people say that because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are so flipping good. Like those guys are still incredibly good players. Um, I don't believe they're going to be healthy all season long because that's the track record. But if they are, this is why the Clippers are are still contenders. This is why the Western Conference is so brutal. This is why this could be, you know, just an amazing matchup all season long, particularly if Russ can, you know, Can play more games like this against the Lakers, and Lord knows he wants to.
1: There's Um, a great clip that circulated. I tweeted it out, uh, retweeted at Cam Brothers, where the the Lakers and Clippers are doing the opening tip dap ups, and like LeBron's going around to everybody, and everyone's doing their you know the bro hugs and fist bumps and all that. And as this is happening, Russ is all the way towards his sides baseline by himself nice. he is nowhere I am near. not going to dap any of you no no it was it was as close as you can get to just doing middle fingers during that without getting fined by Adam Silver um it was it was just it was the comp-
0: the level of competition in this game and the level of star performance and the level of of excellence on the floor In this game was something that as a fan, we always like to look for the negative stuff. We like to tear guys down. It's like step back and like find a replay of this game and just watch in amazement at what we saw on when. This is why people like sports. This is why people watch the NBA where games like this. Um, we need to talk about Austin Reeves. We really need to talk about Christian Wood, and we should try to sneak in some Cam Reddish in here yes, uh, yeah. as well. And what, whatever we don't get to, we'll get to on Friday. Uh, but lots more to do, and
1: we'll get to it next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by FanDuel, and you can celebrate and relish this NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Five bucks, that's it. And if your team wins, that is $150 in bonus bets. And you can use those bonus bets on spreads, on player props, over unders, futures, all sorts of different options. The app is really easy to use. FanDuel makes it super fun. And obviously, there's going to be NBA props you can bet on. As of this recording, the Lakers' over under is currently at 45 and a half. LeBron, a 50 to 1 bet to win MVP, although night like tonight might bump it up. AD, 31 to 1. Again, night like tonight might. Bump it up. He's also 9-1 to to win Defensive Player of the Year. Stop me if you've heard this before. Tonight might bump that up. Uh, Jalen hood Shafino, 151 for Rookie of the Year. tonight. should get bumped down. Well, no, it's it's neutral. (laughs) It doesn't really affect it one way or the other. People should really not be putting money on that. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, He's got to be active at least. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and enjoy this NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL.
0: Um let's let's actually let's let's do Reeves last because I feel like um you know obviously a huge part of this game and and Reeves was um yeah, he gets the, he gets back to being the 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 handsome uh two k version of Reeves as opposed to the old the other one <laughs> <laughs> the one that looks like body divas. <laughs> Um not that he's an ugly man, but he doesn't really look like Austin Reeves. He, I think maybe the first half was finally rock bottom. He was awful in the, fr- I mean, Ooh. unplayable in any situation other than one where you don't have other players, um, but managed to, or if Ty Lu got a vote, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, managed to turn things around in a big way in the second half. And for the first time this year looked like Austin Reeves. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll, if we have time tonight, we'll do that. But uh, obviously we can get more to that for Friday's show. I, I think we need to talk about Christian Wood and Cam Reddish because Reddish, especially, was the guy that you look at in this game as saying there were there was the contribution from the person that nah you don't really expect it because Reeves has been awful but has a track record. Um, Wood has been pretty good, so like you expect him to play well at this point, but Reddish hasn't looked all that good. And was not just pressed into important minutes. Andy or you know a couple extra here played 37 minutes in this game um, and found ways to to contribute. And I realized you know Paul George went nuclear and Kawhi went nuclear, but it wasn't certainly wasn't because Reddish wasn't giving
1: it an effort. No, uh, Cam Reddish like he's been very up and down in a small sample size this season. Like defensively, for example, the game before I actually thought he was pretty bad against. Oh, that was terrible. But this game, he made some really good things happen. Like he had an unfortunate foul on Paul George on a three that basically sent the game to overtime. And it is a pretty tight foul. Like he- I, I mean, I've saw angles where it
0: looked like he might have gotten them a little bit, but it wasn't like one of these agree it was a, it was the the three-pointer uh three-point attempt with i think 8 17 18 seconds left right in the game and to be and it wasn't one of those egregious like you run through a guy taking no, a three
1: and to be fair to reddish a three was the worst thing that could have happened in this game like it wasn't like he fouled him on a two where you're like dude what are you doing you're still up one if he makes this right um that being said though he had some great sequences on both Kawhi and Paul George. And that is a difficult, that's a difficult night. You're alternating back and forth between guarding Kawhi, guarding Paul George. Like he forced George into a turnover that led to a, a score in the first quarter. Big late a block. block. Yeah. He, he had a big block. They, he, there was one point where he stripped Paul George when he was trying to cross him over. It led to Delo getting a, a, basically a goaltending bucket. He later bothered Kawhi into a miss, which led to LeBron getting the line in transition. He, Blocked a Kawhi Leonard jumper in space. And that eventually led to a, an AD second chance and one. Um, you know, it's funny. Like earlier this season against Phoenix, you know, KD went nuclear, but Reddish, I thought, credibly guarded him very well. It was just a night where KD was having his way because he's Kevin Durant. And like either. Either he's just at his best against the most elite scorers in the league because he has no choice, or else he's going to get embarrassed if he doesn't lock in. Or he's like just resentful that these guys all have these scoring careers that he wants. Right, that he wants. Yeah. (laughs) So it fuels him. But he taught, it was funny. It it was very interesting after the game. Um, He, you know, he was in the scrum and he was asked about uh, Darvin Hamm saying that he's really looking for reddish to be a 3 and D guy. And Red and Darvin talked before the game about how you, you know he was asked basically about reddish getting these minutes ahead of Max Christie, which is the opposite of what most people certainly you and I expected. And Darvin went out of his way to praise Christie, said that he's one of basically their young jewels, um said that Christie was going to be a laker for a long time, his time would come, mentioned that Christie would be playing tonight, but he also noted that he wanted to see how Reddish looked period because he's new and missed a lot of the preseason wanted to see how Reddish looks with LeBron and AD. He's got more experience than Christie, but also, you know, the three and D thing. And when, uh, Reddish was asked about that after the game, he had an interesting quote. Um, he said, yeah, I can do that, but I bring more too. you know what I'm saying? Like I could do that. Yeah. But I, I got a lot of game too. And, he said this while smiling. And you know, when he was asked about sort of what his game was, he's emphasized, I just want to win. And he said that defending guys like Paul George and Kawhi, getting stops, getting steals, that's really fun for him. So well, that's it was the just part. That's that's that's
0: half of what Darwin's talking well, about. Well, it's just interesting though. Like, it was... It's interesting, but I I'd rather him just say, okay. <laughs> you well, know, that's like, the,
1: the... This is that's the what I was. This
0: is the interesting thing for guys like Reddish. Yes, is getting past the idea that I got a lot more in my game. First of all, even if Darwin is correct that Reddish, is, you know, can be this three and D presence and all that kind of stuff, um, the D is, I think, inconsistent. Uh, probably but to some degree, playing thirty-seven minutes helps. Yeah, um, you get into a flow. You're part Absolutely. of the game. You're, you know, that that, that really makes a difference.
1: Um, I mean, to be I, fair I, to Reddish, some of these stints where he was playing like seven minutes in a game, that's not really fair to him. It's hard. It is hard to come in and play. You know, lockdown
0: defense and step right. Like those are not easy things to do. Um, he was one of five from three point range in this game. He's not a good shooter, um, and you know, and it's one of these deals where when. The coach is telling you what he wants you to be. And you're Cam Reddish on your fourth, 15th? Yes, yeah, fifth, fourth, fourth team. Okay. Fourth. Say yes. <laughs> you know, this is the adjustment that guys like that have to make. And, you know, Wood, I think is, you know, of, of the two, might be a little further along in that process in terms of giving up. Well, he's been on double the teams. That's true. (laughs) He's had more practice, and he's older. Yeah, it's true. Um, he but it's he's his high point game this year. I'm going back to look at it. It's 11. Um, This is a guy who you know he's playing real minutes, 29, 27. He has not played a game yet where AD doesn't because obviously AD has been in every game. But like he's not going out and and put up 17 shots and you know 26 points and nothing like that. But he's played very well, and made a, and a really big impact, and, and on, on Wednesday with you know, eleven rebounds for a team that struggles on that side, you know, had a big block shot, um, you know, had the putback on the you know following you know a shot offensive rebound, one of the few that they had in the game um, to to seal it. Like he has found a niche and a role, and seen whatever they're telling him, he's doing it. Um, and he's doing it at a high level with enthusiasm and is as locked in as you can expect somebody to be in terms of of tending to the small things and hustling and, and all that. And so
1: it, it's an interesting contrast to me. Well, I mean, here's the thing with Ruddish: As long as he does what's asked of him and truly mm-hmm. he may not buy into it in terms of this is the most I could do. And he may be thinking the whole time, Darvinham Ham is leaving a lot on the table and this is his loss. And quite frankly, he should sit down with me and really talk about all the things that I could be doing that would result in us being five and O as opposed to three and two. It's fine. If Reddish thinks that as long as it doesn't get in the way yep. of doing the assignment, like, 100%. It's similar to the way we talked about Westbrook last year coming off the bench. About to say for, that too, yeah. For about 85% of the season, it was very clear Russ didn't like it, but I think he did it. And he did it without doing without it feeling overtly resentful. That's all that matters. And you don't until, have to like it. Until he didn't.
0: Right. And, um, and, well, and, it didn't
1: help that LeBron really at that point wanted to trade him. Right. <laughs> it was pretty obvious. He was... Resented, yes. <laughs> you know. Two can play resentful
0: it. when everyone around you resents yeah. you. Two can play at um, this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I know those are you know these are the you uh, know the three least favorite words in in a, in a Lakers fans vocabulary. In fairness to Russ, yeah, but, uh, but it's actually four words. Um, but you know, it's just it. would be, The situation became untenable, and obviously, you know. Cam Reddish's happiness in LA is not the same scale as as Russ's, but your your point is the same, and um, it will be interesting to see both if the defense can can be consistent, if Reddish can develop. And this is his problem over the course of his career has been consistency. You know, it looked when he got to Portland last year, it looked like he was going to find a home. His first ten games there, it was like, dang, Cam Reddish, like, look at that. And then they benched him. <laughs> like, and it wasn't because they were like, he was too good. Um, it, it just, he hasn't been able to put it together. You know, New York was all excited, you know, and, and have him and, you know, Atlanta gave him many opportunities. It just, it, it just hasn't clicked consistently, but the Lakers don't need him to do all that stuff. They just need him to play a role and maybe he can I, I I, was, I really want to see what it looks like when everybody comes back because so many guys were gone in this in this game on Wednesday. Um, in some ways, it's sort of hard to take things from it, but in other ways, I think it is enormously takeawayable because of the the attitude and the 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 effort and the
1: symbolism of this. I mean. I, I loved this game. Oh, my God, I love this game. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Again, torn between wanting it to end because I wanted to end with the Lakers win and wanted to jump all over the opportunities and wanted this game to remain on some type of time loop that becomes yep. like the soundtrack for the rest of my life. It was fun. Um... Quick reminder that today's game is
0: brought to you by FanDuel.
1: Make every moment
0: more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Lakers head out on the road. Next game is on uh, Saturday in Orlando. Um, So that's it. Season series done with the magic. Six games in. The NBA schedule is a weird thing. Um, And uh, yeah, so... We'll, we'll be back with Friday's show. Get you ready for the weekend and, and this road trip. So much fun. So, still so much to talk about off this game. And we'll see everybody
1: tomorrow.